Good morning, people. So I said you could probably wipe that off with a moist toilette. <laughs> I just wanted to say moist toilette. It's fun to say moist. It is not fun to say moist. It is a very disgusting <laughs> word. Oh. It's not a fun word. I don't like the word. Moist. Yeah, just me saying it. I was like, uh. Gross. Um, it is gross. <laughs> okay, well, come back. Welcome back. Yes. Um, real quick, thank you. So much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> to everybody who, I mean, we've been begging for what, like a year? <laughs> About there. And <clears throat> I've been bitching and moaning for a while. <laughs> and you guys finally, you finally showed up. Better late than never. You know what? I'll take it. I will too. Um, we got an influx of YouTube subscribers for the past like couple of weeks, and uh, thank you so much. We've passed. We passed a milestone that I thought we weren't going to pass until after the holidays. Yeah. And so we we of course have been very excited all week. We've been keeping an eye on it, and um, it's great. So thank you, everybody, new and old. I mean, if you've been with us for a while, thank you for staying with us for a while. Um, for the YouTube folks, you can watch the full show because we we only put up a little bit. We give you a little taste here. But you can catch the full show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher and Google Play, among probably a million other places it pops we up. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're probably everywhere. and We just don't even know it. Um, for the audio folks... Uh, you can watch a little bit, a little, a little taste of the the show on YouTube, as well as other videos we have up there of like urban exploration type things. Whew. <laughs> 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 I'm out of breath, Sean. Um, Sean, I'm not gonna give it away. Give it away. Uh, give it away. Give it away you, now. Because because you should jump over to the the YouTube thing. So the YouTube people obviously can see that Sean is celebrating whatever day this is. It's a it's a special You'll never guess. It's a special Friday. A special Friday. Yeah. You probably live for this shit, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's my favorite time of the year. I love that. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um I know next month we'll uh we'll have to start incorporating maybe some funny scary stuff. I'll be trying to dress up for each show again. Oh really? You gonna you gonna try like the the whole month? Yep. Oh okay. Like I did last year. October uh, the 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 first Friday in October, October fourth, is our first. I'm sorry, it's not the first. It is our first Halloween. Wow. Like Cheetos. Not like Cheetos and lemonade. Um, <laughs> it is our two hundredth episode. We have. We've already got something lined up. We have a very special show coming that night. Extremely special. That's the one you, if you, you know, that's the one you you're gonna have to check out. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. My goodness, it has been these past like two weeks have been two weeks. F- fucking, yeah, just insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you ever done? Yes. Fan- yeah. <laughs> Many times. Now, you said yes before I hit the whole thing. Have you ever done fantasy football? No. Oh, my dear Lord. Uh, my nephew, my oldest nephew, talked me into doing fantasy football this year. 
And can I just say that, like, I care more about it than I thought I would? <laughs> right through the hole. <laughs> you just got the straw through the hole. I care more about it than I than I really wanted to. I practiced before we started. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. So we did this. This. It's, a, it's important to get it in the hole. It is important to get the straw in the hole. So we. Uh, Especially on the first try. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> so I got. I, it, I I said that I would do it, right? And I got a text from my nephew, and he was like, "Listen, I was gonna have everybody over at the house, and we were gonna have this like draft." Right? I'm not going to get... Close the window. Yeah, I'm not going to get too into this because I know probably a minuscule amount of people ever care about this. Um, but I have to relay a few funny things that, that had occurred. Is um, So my nephew ended up getting having to work nights, uh, overnight shift. And so it, what ended up happening was we did a draft over text. And basically all that means is I had to pick 12 players... And then everybody else had to pick 12 players. And you, my nephew did like a, a, a name number draw. And so it, you, when you get like, it, it, the, the number <laughs> draw, yeah, I mean, I'm losing my place in my own mind. When the, the number that he pulled was your thing. So anyway, I got like seventh pick out of eight people, which means I was picking next to last. Oh. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm not going to get hardly anybody that I want. So then I went back and I researched for like two fucking hours. I just put a lot of time and effort into my team. All right? You should get paid already. You would think. Well, I mean, we're getting paid. If you win, if you win, you get like 300 if. bucks. I know. If you win, you get like 300 bucks. Right? So I'm like, I want to win. Um, Show me the money. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me. So I said, okay. So I went back, did some research, had to redo my whole roster. Ultimately, I ended up getting everybody that I wanted, which was amazing. Yes. But my mm -hmm. first pick was Sterling Shepard. Now, I am a Giants fan. I know what Sterling Shepard could do. He wasn't impressive in the, in the uh, preseason, but I know what he can do, so I was like, I'm going to get Sterling Shepard because he's going to be a sleeper. Nobody's going to want him. Yeah, so I grabbed him, and my nephew kind of, like, like texted me privately, like, this weird little, like, emoji face. And then my very next pick was Evan Ingram, who's also a New York Giant, but he's an awesome tight end, right? Nah. So then my nephew <laughs> privately texts me and goes, are you going to pick Giants players all night? Stop fucking taking Giants players. And I said, I promise, just these two. He's like, it better be. You have Odell? No, I did not take Odell. Wow. You pick 12, and then you get like three or four for like your bench. And I was going to take Odell for my bench. See, the problem is that Odell hurt his leg last year. It's a very serious injury. And mm. I'm like, he's either going to go easy on his leg because it's his first year back. Or he's going to go try to go too hard and he'll fuck his leg up again. Did he do it hurt himself dancing again? <laughs> I know, right? Mm. So I said, I'm not going to take Odell. He would be like my a bench player. Um, and somebody ended up grabbing him before I could do that. So where? I was fine with that. Grabbed him where? <laughs> Privately. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I mean, and I'm just like keeping it. I, I, like, I care more about it than I really thought I would. 
And I'm like, you know, I don't really have a lot of free time to be giving a shit about this. I thought I could just pick these guys and then just let it run itself. But now I'm like, do I bench this guy? Who's Who are they playing next week? It's like, it's fucking crazy. I can see how people get, like, really pulled into it. Mm-hmm. You know? I never did. Now, <laughs> last week, um, last week's show was a little weird because we, uh, we were a little bit off. My, my dad had pacemaker replacement surgery last week. Um, and that ended up being more complicated than it needed to be. Um, but my dad, (laughs) of course I'm coming in with with parent stories because I spent like four days with them. Right. So the night before the surgery, I was at my parents' house. Now, originally he thought he wasn't going to have surgery until one. And then they ended up switching his surgery for eight 30 in the morning. So then he was angry. He was like, I can't even have my morning cup of coffee. And then I said, if your surgery was at one, you can't drink coffee anyway. You can't have anything all day. Right, you're supposed to fast before yeah. this, right? And he goes, well, nobody told me that. <laughs> and I said, really? Are you sure they didn't tell you that? And he goes, I am pretty sure they didn't tell me that. I said, well, you can't eat a drink. You're screwed. And he's like, well, that's unfair. That is just unfair. So he walked away. Now, I have to tell you an old story in order to continue with that story. Um, months ago, my mom was like starting to come down with like this stomach bug. And my parents had gone out to eat. So they get to the restaurant and my mother's like, you know what, Bob? I kind of don't feel like eating. You know, I feel like I'm coming down with something. And instead of being like, you know, however, and being like, oh, I feel, I feel horrible for you. Let me take you home. My dad literally looks her in the eye and goes, well, then you can watch me eat. (laughs) My mother had to sit in a restaurant feeling sick watching my dad eat his dinner before she could go home. Now, I told you that story to finish this other story. When he left the room after complaining about how he wasn't going to be able to eat all day and wouldn't be able to have his cup of coffee in the morning, my mother turns to me and goes, good. She goes, on the way to the hospital, I'm going to stop at Dunkin' Donuts. She goes, after the shit he pulled at me on that restaurant a few months ago, he can watch me drink coffee. I was like, that is mean. And she goes, no, it's not. Revenge. Yes. She was looking at it like, I'm getting revenge, right? So I was like, that's cruel. So we all met at the hospital. So he had to be at the hospital at 830. I was like three minutes late. So we were sitting in the pre-op waiting area before they take him back, backstage. And uh, I look next to my mom and in the waiting room, they have like all these chairs and then like this, these end tables. My mom owned this end table. She had her purse. She had one of those big cardboard drink carrier things full of fucking coffee. Mm -hmm. And then two bags of like donut pastry shit. And she looks at me and she goes, you want coffee? And I was like, no, I don't drink coffee. You know that I don't drink coffee. And she's like, ah, I thought you might want one. And then she goes, one donut? One donut? And I said, no. And then my dad's like, I wouldn't mind a coffee. <laughs> and she's like, you can't have one. Not for you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You are so mean. She's like, hey. And then she takes, this is like the funniest thing. Like she takes it and she's like sipping out of the straw, just staring at him. And she's like, how's it feel? How's it feel? I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so they take him backstage. 
and um, he it was just it's a small area, so he could only have a couple people at a time. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of shit she was doing. And then she's eating a donut in front of him. She's like, mm, "This is the best donut." Mm. And uh, they didn't have a lot of room backstage. So my sister went with my mother, and then my sister came out so that I could go backstage. And what's funny is, like, she described it to me. She's like, you're going to walk through the door, you're going to bang a left. She's like, and then walk that way, and, like, you'll see him sitting in a, a little curtained area. And I was like, all right. So I turn, and I walk I, I'm like back through the door, and I'm walking. I had, like, ten nurses look at me going, are you lost? Do you need help? Where are you going? Who are you seeing? Who are you here to see? Like, my friend used to work at this hospital. I text her, and I'm like, I don't ever want to hear about, like, a nurse shortage at this hospital because it's, like, 15 nurses just standing around doing nothing. Yep. And all of them were all up my ass when I walked back there. Do you need help? Who are you looking at? Who are you here for? What are you looking for? And she's like, yeah. I'm starting, I'm starting to notice that at uh, fast food places and shit. Really? You got, like, four or five people, like, within a certain area. They're all talking to each other about stupid shit. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting on my food here. Yeah. Hurry up. Oh, you know what's Stop the... talking about whatever that is. You know what's the worst is when you're buying groceries or something and the cashier is talking to the bagger. <laughs> and they're just talking about their personal lives. It's like, I don't give a shit what you did last night. Bag up my stuff. At the same time, though, if you get a different cashier... Yeah. That doesn't talk. That's like quiet as hell. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are like this. Beep. Oh yeah. Yeah, slow as shit. Beep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beep. Yeah, I get. Meanwhile, I get it. you're looking at the other sixteen items that you have. Oh God, I should have picked a different register. Yeah. So. I find him, I go, I go up to him, we're sitting there, we're talking for a little bit. I look down and his, his, my, I've never seen my dad without his wedding ring, right? I don't even think it could come off his finger. I, I, I think it's just sewn in at this point. It's welded on. Yeah. Melted. So I look down and I, they had a piece of like um, tape, uh, like gauze tape, like around his, his finger. And I said, they taped up your finger. And he goes, yeah, they couldn't get my wedding ring off. And he's like, I can't get it past that knuckle. He's like, it's just there forever. And then my mother goes, now, mind you, he's still angry about the coffee, right? And my mother goes, oh, you should just cut, have that cut off. They'll cut that off for you. Just have it cut off. And then he looks at her and he's like, no, it is fine where it is. You leave it right where it is, Diane. And he starts like, snap. I'm like, whoa. So you're still pissed about the coffee thing, huh? She drank coffee right in front of me, Tara. I'm like, I know I was there. <laughs> I would have done some joke like, well, they were trying. They had to get my wedding band off, and we had a little problem. <laughs> uh, my whole hand. That was the longest fucking day. Someone said cut it off, and they met the <laughs> ring, but they just took my whole finger. Yeah, this is the longest fucking just day. Just take the other ones and leave this one. Cause I was there at eight thirty. He, they took him up for surgery at like ten thirty. We did not. Here, like he didn't come out of surgery until almost six. Wow. Yeah, this was like the longest fucking day. I bet. Probably like uh, you and me at work <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yeah, might as well have been a goddamn Tuesday. Oh. The longest. I days. hate you, Tuesday. Yeah. I'm coming for you. The longest days. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it was just jacked up. I was like, really? This is a long day. Like, I tagged, my friend texted me. They had come out and they're like, oh yeah, he's all set. And then like an hour goes by and uh, my friend texted me and she goes, so have you seen him yet? And I said, no, they haven't said anything. And she goes, it was an hour ago. And I said, well, yeah. And she's, that's too long. <laughs> and I said, I didn't know there was a time frame. And she goes, yes, there is. And that's too long. <laughs> so I look at my sister. Now my sister, my sister, there are places my sister can't go into. because bridges no no not just that like she's not allowed in pet boys there are places she's literally not allowed i think a while back you told me some story and i think it had to do with her uh she's a banned she's small (laughs) but she's she's like five what what is she like five five maybe five four five five uh but she's a spitfire (laughs) And um, she's not afraid to, to eh, do the finger wag and in your face and nah, nah, nah. And um, she's a Merkel. Yeah. So I said to I said to her I was like, you go ask the the nurse. And she goes, why me? And I said, because you get results. <laughs> I said, if I go, I'm too sheepish. They'll just be like, it'll be he'll be out when he's out. And I'll just go okay, and I'll walk away. I was like, if you go and they try that shit, you'll be like, no, 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 now. I was like, you'll get shit done. And she goes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so she walked out. And then she comes back and she's like, they're bringing him out in like two minutes. I'm like, of course they are. Because you fucking went. Ta-da. That's why. That's why. It's because you went. And she's like, yeah, well, it's happening. He finally came out. And the nurses, the nurses were like, they get him in a room. Like, we follow him to his room. We're like a train. We follow him to his room. And they park his little bed and get him, get him all ready and the nurse is standing there and she's like he is so funny we love him he is he was so funny recovery he is so funny and my mother looks at her deadpan and goes well then he's not my husband (laughs) (laughs) i really want to hang out with your parents house i got and i got one more right so they ask you when you come out of anesthesia they ask you all of these questions because they want to make sure you have cognitive thinking right condom I can't say it twice in a row. Cognitive thinking. So Condom. They want to make sure that you know what year it is and whatever. So they're asking him all these questions that he knows all the answers to. So he's answering the questions. And then he's... Then the nurse says, Do you live by yourself or do you live with someone? And my dad... Without missing a beat and not even making eye contact with my mother, who he's still angry about the coffee, by the way, <laughs> motions with his thumb and goes, I live with her. <laughs> and my mom. <laughs> now she's pissed. So now after that fucking move, my mom looks at him and goes, not for long. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Wow. I live with her. A live sitcom. <laughs> I should have. I should have taped the whole thing. Yes. I should have. My dad is so paranoid about ending up on YouTube. He well, said that. He said that to me in the hospital too. He's like, "You're not putting this on YouTube." I'm like, "Dad." Oh, remember the last one? Oh yeah. He, he wanted the tape, and he was trying to find the light. <laughs> I wish I taped that. <laughs> that was funny as hell. Oh man. <laughs> Oof. I don't want to see this on the YouTube. And then I talked about it in one of the last episodes we had. And 
I got busted. <laughs> Somebody ratted me out. <laughs> You're probably going to do it again. Yeah, probably. It's fine. I got a different Dang. shirt on, Joe. So. <laughs> oh. oh, it's uh, Garfield. He's getting licked by Slimer. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> so that's been my couple of weeks. It's been uh, interesting. What is more? What is more interesting than mine? Yeah, and now it's like he's not supposed to work for like a week, and he can't put his hands above his head. So I was like, "Woo, Dad, look, I can do this." Hopefully, he doesn't get held up. (laughs) Hands up! I can't. I can only go this high. Get him up! I can't. I really can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) High five, Dad! High five, asshole. Not uh, funny. <laughs> so what? Uh, what? Do, what do you have? Oh, over here. I came across this the other day. Did you now? And I thought it was interesting. Okay. The world's biggest video game retailer, GameStop, is closing hundreds of stores. No. As it, as it attempts to stay afloat, and that's just a wave—the first wave of closures. Oh. The world's largest video game retailer, GameStop. Has a staggering number of stores around the world, over 5,700 as of September of 2019. Yeah. While the massive number of retail locations might make made sense in a previous decade, it's become a liability for the game retail giant as consumers increasingly buy digital games. Mm-hmm. That's why, among many other reasons, GameStop is being shut down, beginning to <laughs> shut down some of its many retail locations. Okay. Quote, we are on track to close between 180 and 200 underperforming stores globally by the end of this fiscal year. GameStop CFO Jim Ryan said on the company's Q2 earnings call this past Tuesday. And that's not all. No! Yes! No! Yes. (laughs) The company is expecting to close a, quote, much larger group of stores in the next one to two years. The initial wave of closures, Ryan said, are opportunistic. Me too! That's all, folks. Opportunic, oppor- opportunistic. Opportunistic. Thank you. Holy crap! Shit! Whereas the next... speech good! <laughs> Whereas the next wave of closures will come from a deep, deeper look at uh, each store in its region. No. We are applying a more definitive uh, approach. Opportunistic. God damn it. <laughs> including profit levels and sales. And we respect, we respect, we expect, Jesus Christ. We respect you. Will yield a much larger um, amount of closures over the coming 12 to 24 months. It's unclear how many stores will be closed in the long run. But it is clear that GameStop exceeds our taking a more deliberate approach to the next wave of stores the company loses and closes. That sucks. Yeah. Especially, like, there are no... What's fucked up is there, aside from, like, box stores, like Target, Walmart, like stores like that, there's no real competition for GameStop. No. They are, like, the one. So you would figure that they'd be thriving. Yeah. You'd think. Yeah, you would think. But a lot of people these days are just lazy. Seasism. 
They have Matias. <laughs> a lot of people these days are just lazy and just want to order it. Online ordering, you think? Yep. Wow. Get up and go to the store. I mean, but I mean, when it comes That's what to we had to do twenty something years ago. I mean, when it comes to like video games, I don't want to wait. I don't want right. to wait. I want to just go out and buy it now. And yeah. Maybe buying something else with it. Shit. That's kind of a bummer. <laughs> the closures are the latest cost-saving measure from GameStop's new leadership team. The company has already had two waves of layoffs. Aww. Under its new leadership team, GameStop launched the um, initiative known as, quote, GameStop Reboot. That's intended to breathe new life into the retail <laughs> chain. First step of the reboot involves addressing issues with so-called SG&A, a financial team that stand, stands for Selling General Administrative Expenses. Hmm. Said that without screwing that up. <laughs> you do that, but we can't be <laughs> opportunistic. <laughs> In simpler terms, it means lowering the cost of salaries, taxes, Ooh. advertising, and other non-production costs. Unfortunately, it also means layoffs and store closures. Hmm. That See, sucks. So I saw that, and I know you love games. You love GameStop. I do, I do love I games. I feel like a lot of people that might watch us are gamers. They might want to know this, too. I am shocked. I'm shocked. This I is my, thought this you is, would be. <laughs> this is shock face. I can't. That sucks. Yes. Um, aside from the people who would be out of work. They, they ruined Movie Stop, too. Yeah. We used to love that. Oh, my God, we did. Those trips were the bomb. Like $20. We come back with like 10, oh, man. 10 different DVDs. I could ball out there for 20 bucks. You did. <laughs> I did. Several times I did. Yes. It's like, oh. He grabs, grab all these, just put them in my basket. Hmm. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, I may, I, I may end up having to buy my shit online now. You're gonna have to, but I'd suggest soon, um, get what you need at GameStop. <laughs> Does that mean they're gonna be having clearance sales? Maybe. That'd be nice. Hmm. <laughs> Real quick. Before, Go. before uh before we say goodbye to the the YouTube folks. Um where it is Friday the thirteenth. What's your favorite Friday the thirteenth movie? Go. Part four. Wow, he answered so quick. <laughs> Part four. Yes. What is what does that entail? Jason. <laughs> well, I assume Jason did it. I didn't think it'd have like That was supposed to be the original final one. Uh huh. It was called the final chapter. Does he die? Like die die? Like, die, die, die? Does he die, die in it? Does he die, die in it? Uh, he die, dies in just about every one of them. He di- I know. That's why I'm saying, does he die, die in it? Because it's like, no hope of coming back. I think that's one of the best die or death scenes of Jason that I like, too. What, in four? Yeah, he gets a machete into the side of his head. Ooh. And then he drops on the floor, and the handle stops on the floor, and his head slides down... The machete and slices half his head. Aww. It's awesome. And yet he still survives that. That's kind of bogue. And he, and he survives that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's obviously supernatural. <laughs> you, and, can't, uh, you can't die in every movie and be like, I'm good. The kid in it is Corey Feldman. Oh, Corey Feldman's in that one. I thought he was in an earlier one. No, that's the first one that he's in. Oh, okay. And one of the teenagers that shows up. Mm-hmm. 
is Crispin Glover. No, he's weird in everything he's in. He does a, a wicked funny dance <laughs> that he was known to do at the time when he goes to clubs. Really? If you if you just Google or go on YouTube and um, look for Crispin Glover's dance. Yeah. He just does this weird thing. It's one of those dances that you just do without thinking. And his arms are going like this. He's kicking his leg up. And his head's going down like this. It's hilarious. All I'm seeing now is the Elaine dance from Seinfeld. That's She's his like, version. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> All right. Jesus. Okay. Um, I can't really give a vote because I don't watch you those don't watch movies. <laughs> but for the original... I thought I thought I saw the first one, and I thought it was really stupid <laughs> because it's the mom. Yeah. Well, spoiler you... alert. Yeah. I mean, because it was like. 1980. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't... Because I was like, oh... It, 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 I, it, it was I, her, and I was like, well, that's dumb. <laughs> See, as the movies go, Part yeah. 4 is my favorite. Uh-huh. It also has, um, at the beginning, I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, I forget his actual name, but he's he was a uh, Fackler on uh, Police Academy. Oh! Okay, the, the, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. Is his real name Hugh... No. Or something? No? Okay. I'm drawing a blank at the moment, but he was uh, Officer Fackler in Police okay. Academies. Um, he doesn't last too long. Well, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. He, he plays... It's uh, <laughs> like a coroner or something in the... Uh, ah, okay. In the, uh, the freezer room where all the mm-hmm. stiffs come in. I see. <laughs> well, how fun for him. Yeah. <laughs> As all oh, as all the movies go in general, four is my favorite to watch. Yeah. But Kane Harder will always be my favorite Jason. Uh huh. And he was what he was, was he not the Jason in four? No. In two uh two, three, four, and five and six, it was all a different guy. Jesus. And well, then when, I mean when Kane Harder stepped in on part seven, he <laughs> played Jason from seven, eight, nine, ten. There was ten of these movies? Yes. Tenth took took place in the future in space. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Where at one point he did get this awesome looking um, remake, like at the end, like a bunch of little nano nano knights right. had to uh, re- repair him and they gave him a whole new look and like a metal mask. It was pretty badass. <laughs> but Kane, now, H- Kane Hodder will always be the best uh, Jason Voorhees to me. Now, like a few years ago, and I say a few, but it was probably yeah. more like five. They kind of, I know. The other day, one hour ago. Yeah, that's how I feel about shit. It's like the other day, and then it's like eight months ago. Um, So I I say not long ago, but it was probably like five, six years ago. They rebooted The Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, they tried to. The remake? Yeah. That was was 2010. Yeah, so so nine years ago. And they did it for Friday the 13th the year before. Oh, did they? That was going to be my question. Yep. Like, have they tried to, has there been any talks about rebooting it? I'm sure there is. Wow. Yeah, I keep hearing they're going to do another version of a reboot mm-hmm. of Nightmare on Elm Street, and possibly Kevin Bacon being Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you said he I wants am. to do it. Yeah, and I haven't heard any more since. I'm skeptical on that, but... I'm assuming right now they're just trying to get the best script for it to go. Right. Which, they better. <laughs> but no matter what, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, Sean's on on the on the side. I tell you, I'm always up for another Freddy try. <laughs> so 
Speaking of which, uh, Robert England's going to be at uh, Rhode Island Comic Con. Yeah. You are you totally? How many times have you met him? Twice. You met him twice. You're gonna go for a third. Hell yeah. <laughs> One more. <laughs> One more. One more for the road. Yeah. Nice. There's one. There's one more picture that I have that's one of my favorites that I want him to sign. Okay. And I have one of those um, action figures. It's, it's a figure of him from part six mm-hmm. from Freddy's Dead. Okay. Where he's got the Freddy sweater and everything, but mm-hmm. it's Robert's face. It's pretty. Oh, cool. okay. It's pretty cool. Wow, that's interesting. So to have him sign that would be great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to take it to a place. You, It's going to be good. Um, Here is my topic. All right. What is something that is 100% worse when wet? <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to hit the buzzer, dude. I promise. It's like Family Feud. <laughs> oh, I know. Survey says... <laughs> Survey says your mom. <laughs> your underwear. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. What is 100% worse <clears throat> when it's wet? Socks and sneakers. Can I? Okay, you know what? I'm going to give my answer. I was going to wait till we were done, until I was done with the list. But I'm going to give my answer right now. <laughs> Having wet socks is the worst fucking thing in the world. <laughs> It does. The worst. And especially like if it's a wet mm. sock in your shoe and mm. your shoe gets wet too. And while you're walking, you Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking gross. It's <laughs> the, the sound effect show. Okay. Sounds weird, but the bottom of your trouser legs. It makes me conflicted as most of the legs feel dry. The bottom eighth of your trouser legs. Um, usually happens when your shoes get wet. Yeah, wet pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pedals. Any surface in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because why is it wet? <laughs> Handshakes. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Put her there, buddy. Why? No. Why is your palm moist? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? I was greasing it up. Pants. Even if you didn't piss yourself, <laughs> everyone will think you did. Plus, it just feels like a very unpleasant, coldish, warm, moist wedgie. Moist! God damn it with moist again! A moist wedgie. That is disgusting. Those words are going to haunt me now for the rest of the evening. Moist wedgie. That sounds like a... Like a uh, what do you call it? Like an alternative band name. Coming to the stage, Moist Wedgie. <laughs> With their hit, you didn't even piss yourself. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Okay, toilet seat. A warm toilet seat at home? Nice. A warm toilet seat in public? Ew. <laughs> Because it might not be water. I agree with that 100%, 100%. A warm toilet seat in public is weird. It's awful. I'm not I'm not cool. And you said this a little bit ago, underwear. <laughs> I had a bad experience with that yesterday, says this one person. 
I was rushing to <laughs> not work. Not me. No, 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 not me. <laughs> my friend. Yeah. Right. I was rushing to work, and my clothes never got dry from the dryer. Decided to wear them anyway. Well, that's a rookie mistake. Yep. Within about a minute, I felt very uncomfortable and had to go commando for my shift. <laughs> wow. Well, that'd be great if you get lucky on your break. But, like, you're... All right, all right. <laughs> hit me out on this one. Uh, uh, well, you know, <laughs> because I was gonna use I was gonna use that M Come word. On. I was gonna use that M word that I hate so much. Moist. I don't want it. To, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not dry underwear. Moist. No. Is <laughs> gross, right? But I mean, like, if it's coming from the dryer. <laughs> But, I mean, like, your body heat will dry it eventually. Like, why did they need to take their underwear off? It's like, mm. it was so uncomfortable. That's just weird. <laughs> How has no one said a blanket? That's literally a term for describing a person who consistently makes everything worse. That's true. Mm-hmm. Bob over there acting like the wet blanket he is. <laughs> won't let his wedding ring come off. Brick. You leave it where it is, Diane. <laughs> leave it be. Gym equipment. To begin with, most people aren't in the gym because they enjoy it, and no one, not even the fitness enthusiasts, want to sit in some random person's pool of sweat. Mm. So if you sweat even a moderate mm. amount, please develop the common courtesy to wipe down the equipment after using it. As most of the signs in the gym always says. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Planet Fitness. They're all over the place. Yeah. There's like a hundred signs at the Y and they even have like cleaning stations. Yeah. It's like spray and wipe your shit down. There's a lot of stations. (laughs) And yet I do see people just doing a few sets or whatever. Yeah. And they just walk away. Well, those people should be smacked. They should be stripped of their uh, membership. (laughs) They should be stripped of their underwear. <laughs> and made that to, too. Set them outside naked. And made to wear wet underwear instead. <laughs> Moist. Aw. <laughs> hair. Cleaning hair out of the shower drain makes me gag something fierce. Yeah, that's gross. I'm afraid to do my hair. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> hair what? Bread. Okay. Oh. I have a thing. That's as bad as wet socks. I have a thing with wet bread. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom, after she made like a turkey or something, she would take the turkey and do this weird turkey gravy thing and then put it on bread. It was like hot turkey sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Because, and that's like where my feet, my like thing of uh, like wet bread comes from. Cause it's so gross. Now, now as an adult, and I can turn things down. Um, I will turn down soggy bread every time. I don't even like like when you have like a greasy hamburger, and the bun, like the under bun, the under bun. Is that even a thing? <laughs> the secondary bun, the bottom bitch, the bottom bitch bun. <laughs> <laughs> When the bottom bitch bun gets all wet and like it's, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've learned toast your bread. 
if you're going to have moist things on the bread. I said moist again. <laughs> it's gross. Old food in the sink. I don't have a garbage disposal, and it's quite loathsome. Um, sure, it's taken care of when you first put the stuff in the that's sink. That's exactly right. That's kind of where Lazy. I was going with that. My secondary thought is that's a J job. <clears throat> if I'm doing dishes and I see food near the bottom of the sink, J, <laughs> it's a job for you. J job. Oh. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he's like, <laughs> what was it? I don't know, but it's wet now. <laughs> you touch it. Yeah, I don't you want touch it. Ew. Touch it. I'm not touching it. <clears throat> A towel that you use to pull a hot pan out of the oven. Okay. I, uh, science! <laughs> I don't tell you why this sucks. Because water transfers heat <clears throat> faster and better than cloth will. So when you have a wet towel, what you have is a conductor. And the heat from the oven, <clears throat> excuse me, will will like just race through the entire towel if the towel's wet. Ooh. Yes, you're welcome. <clears throat> Science! We're here to teach. Now, after all that, the only thing that's running through my head right now... Yeah. That scene from Ferris Bueller when he's talking to his dad. Take some aspirin and wrap a hot towel around your head. Wrap a hot <laughs> towel around my head? But don't use it to take something out of the oven. Because you will burn your skin. <laughs> now that we've given you, like, all these scientific facts, it makes this next thing... <laughs> but i will say that i mean you you don't want that surprise so Um, i can i can see why they would put this on the list some are moist jeans what is it with denim that when it becomes wet it feels like your pants are lined with sand Oh, you ever try to, like, you have, like, pants that hadn't quite dried in the dryer yet, and you put them on anyway, because you're like, I only got one pair of pants. Well, like, you have a favorite pair of pants, and then you got to go to put something in your pocket. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) Just forget about it. Because once you get it in there, it's like a vortex. You'll never get it out. Sounds as bad as having, like, wet leather. (laughs) Wet leather pants is, like, like, sucking your skin. Suction cupped right to your body. Yeah, try getting that off. Here's a left field one. Mugwise. <laughs> that is worse when it's wet. Yes. Yes. Mugwise. Right, right. Um, the bed sheets. <laughs> Rolling over to a wet spot in bed is not what you want. Especially if it's cold drool. Oh, God. Imagine that one. Oh. <laughs> that wakes you up. That actually, I have like the shivs now. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, an God. alarm. Just drool on your pillow and roll back in and later. <laughs> <laughs> that wakes you up. I'm in my own puddle. <laughs> this is gross. You're like, you're like enjoying a nice dream. <laughs> you roll into that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm up. I'm up. <laughs> you turn the pillow over. That's like if you have a pet, and you hear that pet making that that animal noise, and you know they're throwing up, and you just go, you better not be on the bed. 
Stacy did that the other night. I was like, are you on the bed? <laughs> I, I was so tired, I couldn't tell. Bill Engvall talked about something like that. No. Baby vomit. Oh. Oh. It's gross. <laughs> I'll wake you up. Cash, I do not want to handle your sweaty money. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, it's better just somebody handing somebody five bucks and it's just wet. It's like, what were you doing with this five bucks? I don't know, but I'll try to find something on me to hold it with and still take it. <laughs> still money. Yeah. Sandwiches. Cash well, this everything around me. This goes back to the wet bread thing. Yeah. Toilet paper. Yeah, because there's only one way toilet paper gets wet, <laughs> and you don't want to. You don't want to use it. No. No. Finally, somebody with the right answer. Socks. <laughs> Finally, that's yes. the beginning. Well, yeah. This is, the, but these are other people's answers, not uh-huh. ours. Especially after you stepped in a mystery wetness in your house. <laughs> is it pee? Is it snow? Was it vomit? Is it ice that the dog ran around the house with until they decided to let it melt in a random location? It is wet sock roulette. I like that. Wet sock roulette. Hmm. It's gross. Oh, my God. This is kind of funny. Taking a dump after stepping out of the shower is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That is a version of slip and slide. (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people could agree with that. Yeah. It's even, best to take a shit before you get in the shower, because then you can clean there, too. Not even that, but it's like, if you were in the shower, and then you get out, and you're like, and it's cold, and you're like, damn, I gotta pee. Don't, I'm just... I'm for just, the ladies, we have to sit. I'd just be more pissed off that I got a shit, because like, I, you just clean your entire body, <laughs> even there, and now you get a dirty there now, because your butt wants to go now instead of earlier. <laughs> Fuck you. Where were you before? <laughs> I was right here. <laughs> I was waiting for the right moment. Bacon. Kevin. I need, I need my strips dry and crispy. No soggy pork noodles. <laughs> I think bacon should be called soggy pork noodles, frankly. <laughs> Tissues. When you're going back in to blow a runny nose in a a dripping wet piece of tissue but it's the only one you have left and you're stuck somewhere not able to get another one Mm. yeah use your shirt (laughs) at that point your fucking sleeve i'm with you yeah use your friend's shirt oh ew (laughs) if they're really your friend they'll let you do it uh no because i have friends i'm not gonna let them wipe their nose on me (laughs) I don't want you snots. Help a friend out. That has nothing to do with it. I will happily go to the store and get you some tissues and come back. Now that's a friend. <laughs> See, you went either way. Because I, I just ran an errand for you. Rather than have you blow your shit all over my fucking shirt. Well, there you go. We just gave you an idea. Threaten to blow your nose on your friend's shirt. Maybe they'll go get you tissues. And they'll go to the store for you. <laughs> Band-Aids. I don't know why, but they make me cringe when they're wet. <laughs> All I can think of was the old uh, family guys. Uh, Stewie was in the pool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Shirt sleeves. <clears throat> See? Mm-hmm. It's from the person whose friend blew their fucking nose on him. 
Uh, crackers. It feels disgusting when an already wet cracker oh. gets into your mouth. Yeah, it's like bread. <laughs> yes, it's gross. <clears throat> because it's supposed to be crunchy. Yes. <clears throat> so you put it in your mouth expecting crunch, and that's not what you get. You get sog. My mission each week is to see if I can make Sean spit his drink out. And there are many times I've accomplished this and almost just did. Jesus Christ, it is lit at my fucking mother's house. I'm getting like, my niece is acting as a spy. And is, um... Meanwhile, my phone ain't done one thing since we started the show. Ah... <clears throat> uh, Okay. <laughs> my dad, let me tell you what happened at my house just now. Well, not my house, but my parents' house. My niece, who's been acting as a spy, telling me everything that's going on as my mom gets drunker and drunker <laughs> as the night progresses. Nice. My dad has now gone to the store and came back with two more bottles of champagne. <laughs> and tissues. Hopefully tissues. <laughs> This is insane. Okay, so where did we uh, where did we leave off? Crackers. It's uh. As bad as wet bread. Yeah. Ew. Uh, have you ever used a wet towel? Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Uh, the inside of your sleeping bag. Ooh. Yeah, because why is it wet? Uh, someone didn't make it to the bathroom. Ew. <laughs> The end of a joint. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> that's disappointing. <laughs> you want, and you look forward to the whole thing too. Nah. Oh. Was that in Friday when he's like, "Oh, you got it all wet." He's like, "My weed." <laughs> it's my shit. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Every primary school teacher has, at some point in their career, had to tie a wet shoelace on a dry day. Mm. Yeah, because once again, mm. why is the shoelace wet? Mm. Well, in that case with the kids, they could be running through puddles. On a dry day? They pissed on their shoe. That's what mm. happened. <laughs> so just like, well, it might be a know. dry day, like that day. It might have rained the night before. All right. Who knows? I've, I'm helping the kids he's, Sean's apparently trying to just make up excuses. It's for, for these imaginary children. You don't have to take them. Earplugs. I work in a factory. The oh, other day ew. I took a drink from my water bottle. Heavy condensation on the outside. Earplug fell out, so I put it back in. I basically gave myself <laughs> a wet willy. A wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> oh, wet faucets and counters in public bathrooms that don't have automatic sensors. I might as well piss on my own hands. <laughs> That's true. I don't... Everything in public restrooms is wet. It's gross. <laughs> Literally any type of cookie. Everyone would be 100% worse, in my mind, if even damp with water. Now, if we start talking the finer points of milk saturation, well, that's totally different. So, if it's wet with milk, this person's okay with it. Any other way the cookie got wet, it's not a good cookie. Right. Okay. Agreed. 
Yeah, I guess. I don't I don't do the milk and cookie thing. Me neither. But many people do, so Yes. <laughs> Sean's like, yes. Yes. A bathing suit you have to put back on. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably cold. Cold <laughs> wet is just awful wet. But warm wet is weird. <clears throat> like peeing your shorts and then putting them back on again. Yeah. So warm yeah. wet is weird and cold <clears throat> wet is creepy. <laughs> what a fun, interesting episode this is, isn't it, guys? Isn't it is? And I, you know what? I'm not nearly enough bathroom dog. <laughs> but we're still talking about peeing. Yeah, I know. Close enough. The bathroom rug. <laughs> well, there you go. Which makes the same sound as a wet sock. Ew. Grocery store floors. I never understood why they call it groceries. They got the I word don't. gross in them. <laughs> Spelled differently, but it says gross. I'm like, what I the hell? I don't know. I never got that. That's why I never call them grocery stores or oh, groceries. I, I say do. food. I do. Supermarket. I do, because you know why? <clears throat> I'm going down to the food store. <laughs> like, that just sounds like, you know. <laughs> I married my cousin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just sounds bad. <laughs> Me and Pa are going down to the food store. Cause we, oh. got, we got Cheetos. <laughs> Yum. Um, well, grocery store floors are dangerous because you will slip and you will slide down to the end of the aisle. Wee! Yeah. As you as you're going, we say, "I'm suing you all." <laughs> I'm gonna sue, but this is fun. <laughs> I'll see you in court. Wee! <laughs> and then, <clears throat> Your Honor, he yelled, "We!" <laughs> so we are pretty sure. That there are no psychological damages. Blankets fresh out of the dryer, but not all the way dry. That warm, moist feeling is the worst. Fucking <laughs> moist again. It's the moist show. I did this to myself. Like, I picked this topic, and I hate that word. It's awful. Okay. Flip flops. <laughs> I feel like fucking Donald Duck. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yes. <clears throat> My eyes are watering now. No. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> cheese. Normal cheese. Delicious cheese with a drop of water on it. Disgusting and inedible. I agree. Oh. Slippery safety bars at amusement parks. Those things are the only thing keeping you from skyrocketing off into oblivion. Hell, but we can say wee. I'll see you in court. (laughs) (laughs) Told you, you can't say wee. Rain jacket slash foul weather gear. Few things are as spirit crushing as putting on wet rain gear and finding the inside wet, damp, or cold. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. So is a wet t shirt. Glasses. You can't see anything even with a little mist. I I can fucking sympathize with you. I hate walking outside of work and it's raining. Man. And then it's got it gets all over your glasses. It's raining, man. And then I gotta wipe them down when I get to the car. Sucks. 
Hashtag glasses life. How come they haven't made little um, windshield wipers? Little windshield wipers for the glasses? I know. To clip onto them. Um, public bathroom door handles. You don't know what liquid it is, but mm. you can probably guess. <laughs> Enjoy your drink. <laughs> um, unused TP in the public bathroom. Well, somebody already said toilet paper. Also, the floor in a changing room at Sears during their... Yeah, I'm at Sears! Wow, this, this person got very specific. The floor in the changing room at Sears in Michigan during their going out of business <laughs> sale last year. Get your shit together, Sears! Oh, wait, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that ended kind of cruelly, I think. That's, they were, you know. That's like saying saying that and then all oh, too soon. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Wow. My wife was an actor in a haunted house and had a game called Wet Glove, where she would get a glove wet and touch people in the face with it. <laughs> no. I thought the uh, those actors weren't allowed to touch you. Some of them have like a thing that's like you will get. They tell you though. At the beginning of the haunted house thing, they're like, "You will be touched," <laughs> which sounds awful. My first question was, "All right, where and by whom?" <laughs> exactly, <laughs> sir. You will be touched. Excellent. <laughs> I prefer a woman. Crotch, please. <laughs> yes. Crotch by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I would not accept anything else. <laughs> I can just see dudes walking through haunted house and like leaning back so their crotches out. Be like, crotch please. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the only reason that I know that is uh, I don't frequent haunted houses, but I watch those things on the Travel Channel uh-huh. where they like the making of like, <clears throat> hey, haunted houses are like the best haunted houses, blah blah blah. <clears throat> Which is uh. That should be coming up again soon. Good. Because it's like October. So they'll do all those like, oh, scariest places and, you know, extreme haunted houses and stuff like that. It's two shows I wish would come back. What? Scariest Places on Earth. Love that show. Fear. Yes. Which was just like that, but on MTV. I was telling uh, Jay about Fear the other day. He doesn't really mm. remember it. I was like, that was like... At the like, as MTV was starting to get into like reality TV, mm-hmm. it's like, and it was really good. That was a good show. It really was. And the theme song was "Voodoo" by Godsmack. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, I did. <laughs> That's when I started liking the song. <laughs> okay, I only got a couple more of these. I... <clears throat> Paper and cardboard. I have a friend who works as a garbage man, and out of all the things he has to collect, he named wet paper and <clears throat> cardboard as the worst. Also, because it gets really fucking heavy. Okay. Never mind all the other stuff that stinks. I know. <clears throat> a bathroom floor at a gas station. More bathrooms. Gross. Of course. I have to. <laughs> cereal. When you leave your cereal to get some orange juice and the cereal's soggier than the evil witch in the bath. <laughs> That's a little different for me, though. Why? If I have you a like, bo- if you I, like it soggy? If I have a bowl of Captain Crunch or something like that. Yeah. I like to let it sit just for a little bit. Oh, you can go to Manhattan and come back, and it's to be fucking crunchy. <laughs> that's the thing about Captain Crunch. That's like it's slightly softer. Not too soggy that it's fucking gross, but just a little bit. Jay, Jay prefers it, like, soggier. 
<clears throat> All right, well, let's stay here for 45 minutes. But he eats old man cereal, so. <clears throat> I tell him that all the time. Special like, K? Uh, Special K, Cheerios. <clears throat> he used to love Product 19. They took that off the And line. the building. <laughs> <laughs> that was Building 19. <laughs> um, <clears throat> checks. Just you know, those no fun cereals. Should regular regular Rice, Rice Krispies, not even like the chocolate <laughs> kind. Um, Sad. Like wheat. Um, what do you call it? Uh, it's like shredded wheat. Yeah. But without the fun <clears throat> frosting on the other side. Yeah, that's Jay. <laughs> no fun frosting for Jay. He wants it all shredded wheat. Ew. Yeah. Like chewing on wood. <laughs> Life cereal, not cinnamon. The plain one. Jesus. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Ew. So well, I never, I never take any of his cereal. So. <laughs> Maybe how he plans it. I don't know. Maybe. That's a good plan. Uh, continuing, we got two left. Leather. Well, I said that earlier. You did. And the last <clears> one, <throat> basically anything that is not supposed to be wet, especially <laughs> if you don't know why it's wet. Good way to end it. Oh, yeah. That was the perfect thing to end <clears throat> Yes. So there we go. 100% worse when it's wet. I agree with most of those. Mm. Me too. Yes, especially socks. Oh God. Yes. That's the worst. <laughs> so what have we? What have we? <laughs> I came across something recently, yesterday. Yes. <clears throat> the most popular American car, the year you were born. Oh. Now I'm not going to do this whole thing tonight because I got from 1950 to 2019 here. For me, it was like a scooter. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to pick a couple random years All and right. do them. I would pick the 70s. Yeah. The 80s. Nice. I love the 80s. And the 90s. I will do the 50s and the 60s and the 2000s next week. Okay. Just to shuffle it up. <laughs> okay. So... I don't know who made this list. I didn't do it. Some uh, some of the years, it's the same car for like a couple years in a row. Yeah. Which I think it's stupid. It should be a different one every year. So a couple of them, you will hear the same damn car. All right. I'm with you. 1970. <clears throat> the Dodge Charger. Ah, if you think it hasn't. If, you, if you're thinking <laughs> that the Charger looks familiar, it should. It was, a, it was a Charger that played the Jeremy Lee in the classic yes! TV show, Dukes of Hazard. I can't do the lap. So. I, love, I love it. Oh, my Hop God. Can, suit. can I say one thing real quick before you continue? Yes. Because I, I don't like interrupting, but I, I just have to say this one thing. Um, I was trying desperately to remember the thing that Roscoe had said in the last episode that had, me, that had us all cracking up so hard. We weren't expecting that. Because uh, uh, Sean and and uh, and I and, and another friend Joe, uh, we watch. Uh, we've been we went back to the beginning of Dukes of Hazard and we're watching it from the beginning. We're trying to get through all seven seasons. We're trying time. like hell. It's like a third attempt. Those Coley advances are going to be tough, but <laughs> oh. I'll hang in there. And Roscoe out of nowhere, and I couldn't remember what he said, and I texted Sean because I'm like, he's got to remember. Somebody's got to remember. And it was Judas Priest on a pony. <laughs> yes. And I spent two days saying it for everything. Oh. It was Judas Priest on a Pony. Where's my hat? 
But these past two days, I've been listening to like a lot of 80s stuff. So I went over to my... I mean, this is random and I should shut up. I went over to my supervisor. I went over to my supervisor asked her a question and she started giving me sass. And I said, hey, come on, Eileen. Her name's Jen. Come on, Eileen. Help me out here. Jonas, priest on a pony. So... That was awesome to hear that. Oh, yeah. We, were, we just cried a lot. Because it was so unexpected. Some of the stuff in the earlier episodes are like a little bit risque. Yeah. For what they would do in there. If you're if you're a fan and you haven't watched the show in a while, go watch yeah. it. By all means, just or if you've never seen it before, mm-hmm. watch it. Mm-hmm. It is so worth watch. Yeah. And some of the stuff's a little bit like, uh, I find a little bit of it like a little, what do you, what do you call that? Um, cheesy? Like, well, yeah, a little, a little, for lack of a better word, cheesy. Mm-hmm. But that also kind of makes it funny. It's like, oh, look at this, so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, if you're like us, you watched yeah. it as kids. Yeah. And now you, you watch it these days, you see it from a whole different view. A lot of things are a lot funnier than they seemed when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. You get certain jokes now that you didn't back then. Right. And you find out that they say Judas Priest on the pony, <laughs> and you don't ever remember them saying that. Nineteen seventy-one. Uh, I hope I'm saying this right. The Stutz or Stutz Blackhawk. Okay. In seventy-one, it was hard to find a better option than the Blackhawk for a luxury boat to cruise around town in. The oh. cars are extremely expensive, but that didn't stop celebrities like Lucia Ball, Johnny Cash. And Elvis Presley from owning one. Nice. Yeah. 1972, the Ford's Ranchero. What are we up to, 72? Yep. Okay. Diablo. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) The Ranchero Diablo. I'm going to make a prediction. Mm -hmm. That somewhere in the late 70s, early 80s, is going to be a Trans Am. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Possible. (laughs) I'll shut up so we Might can continue. I don't know. I'll shut up so we can keep going. But yes. Now, while the open bed car never enjoyed the popularity of the station wagon, it was nonetheless a uniquely useful vehicle for many consumers. Not to mm-hmm. mention, there weren't a lot of station wagons that could boast the sort of punch provided by the Ranchero's V8 engine. Yep. 1973, the Chevrolet Monte Carlo. The stylish Monte Carlo was made. Well, famed auto designer John DeLorean, still, <laughs> still, still coked <laughs> up <laughs> at General Motors. Yeah. Um, as such, the sleek fender lines, the attractive style, helped make the coupe an instant classic. Yes. 1974, the Ford Cortina, 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 MK3. Uh, the Ford Cortina spent many years near the top of American car list and the third generation that launched in the early 70s only helped cement its reputation. The Cortina was so popular it helped launch a nine-year streak in the United Kingdom. Yes. the top-selling car was a Ford. Yes, it was big in the UK. <clears throat> I had actually known it as a UK car. I had no idea that it was even available over here. I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned and loved. <laughs> 1975, the Ford Cortina MK3. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Since so it's back. Since it remained a bestseller across many years, it doesn't have a single model year that really stood out. Each update was popular with consumers. Okay. 1976, the AMC Pacer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, when most people hear AMC, they tend to think of the movie theater company or the cable channel, which is American Movie Classics. Yeah, you know Oops. what? I never <clears throat> put those two together. Is it the same company? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> it's a sign that the memory of American Motors Corp. There you go. Yeah. Has faded since the company went under about three decades ago. The AMC Pacer was a hatchback that found popularity back in the day amongst many other companies and cars. Mm-hmm. Nineteen seventy-seven, the year I was born. <laughs> the Pontiac Trans Am. There Ugh. you go. Smokey and the Bandit. That's actually mentioned here. Yep. Damn right it is. The so-called, quote, screaming chicken (laughs) on the hood has since become iconic, but few cars have come to symbolize like the 70s, like the Trans Am. Here's a fun fact for movie fans. The Trans Am was a car driven by Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the Bandit. Damn right it was. 1978, the Oldsmobile Cutlass. Oldsmobile sold over half a million Cutlasses in 78. The car will remain the bestseller in the U.S. into the early 80s. I had a... uh... I had a Cutlass. <clears throat> I never did. I did. This piece of shit actually actually caught fire. <laughs> My alternator caught fire. Well, yeah, it was a bestseller. I don't know. Yeah. Well, not the one I had, apparently. Piece of shit. <laughs> 1979 was the Buick Rivera. While front-wheel drive has become the norm for everything but sports cars and trucks with four-wheel drive... It was a relatively uh, novel concept in the late 70s. The Revere was among the early vehicles that helped pioneer the trend. Now we move into the 80s. Nice. Let's do it. 1980. The AMC Eagle. Ah. Can you build an off-road station wagon? If so, the Eagle might be it. (laughs) You probably could, (laughs) but should you? (laughs) The answer is no. (laughs) As AMC also owned Jeep during this era, the station wagon could have been the blueprint for today's Subaru. All I can see now mm. is the family truckster. Yeah, I was just thinking From that. the fucking National Vacation movies. Yeah. Shit. You gotta travel across country. This is the one they're this doing. Is, yeah, this is the vehicle you want, <laughs> said the man with the eyebrows. <laughs> the big caterpillar eyebrows. <laughs> I love this one. 1981. The DeLorean. Ah. Oh, and years, <clears throat> like, years before. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's not a lot left to say about this space-age car that came from famous engineer John DeLorean after he tried to launch his own auto company. Of course, it received an enormous boost in fame when Doc Brown used one for his time machine in Back to the Future. Yes. Well, that's why everybody wants a fucking DeLorean now. Oh, yeah. That's why I want a fucking DeLorean now. (laughs) Shit. I'd want one if it could actually get me to the past. I don't know why they just don't try to manufacture them now with, like, fiberglass. I don't know. I know back then they were all made with like what? Just all metal? It looked like it was all metal. And I heard that. That makes them heavy if it's all metal. That and I heard if you have an accident, the damage is way like twice as bad as having a regular accident with a uh, fiberglass car. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I don't know. I just heard that. (laughs) Sean, that's just something I hear. Something people tell me. I just never understood why they didn't try to manufacture them as the regular cars get made. So mm. people like us, if we want one, we can have one just a little updated and, you know, 
Shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Shit. There's a lot of fans out there that want their own DeLorean. As much as everybody wants the original version. No. Still. I know it would be a little hard to go parking in the parking lot at like Walmart and open the doors. Yeah. You, you got to go park somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, way back here. I'll do it. <laughs> <clears throat> Make them all-wheel drive, too. Or actually do both. I'm sure some people would still want the real wheel drive. He's I putting want all in wheel. orders now. Give me all wheel. Give me all wheel. 1982, the Buick Grand National. It's, in- <laughs> it's interesting. That's right. I'm judgy. Ew. It's interesting to note just how much crossover there has been between NASCAR and auto production lines over the years. The 82 Grand Buick National was built to capitalize on the popularity of the Regal that Daryl Waltrip drove to win the Grand National Championship in 81. Which, in 81, the popular car was DeLorean. 1983, the Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. I think that was the Cutlass I had! Oh! (laughs) Unbelievable! No! (laughs) Is it Supreme? No! Oh, it wasn't Supreme. (laughs) I can guarantee you that, my friend. While it was briefly uh, eclipsed by the Ford Escort in 1982, the Oldsmobile Cutlass was right back at the top Spot for total sales in 83 with over 333,000 units moved from assembly lines to garages. 1984, we have the Chevrolet Cavalier. Of course, 83 was the last year Oldsmobile could claim the national's best selling car, but in 84, the company was outstripped by the 380,000 plus Cavaliers sold by Chevy and it hasn't returned to the top of the list since. <clears throat> that whole paragraph just makes me think of the movie Gung Ho. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 15,000 cars by end of month. You're and- right. You are in much bigger shit than me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember if that's the actual line, but that's weird. <laughs> in my eye. Oh, Fuck it hate, hurts. Don't I you hate, hate when that happens? Yeah. It takes just... like 20 minutes to get it out or fix it. I'm trying. <laughs> I like to just get punched in the eye. <laughs> that can be arranged. <laughs> Sean, I think I can take care of that for you. 1985, the Ford Escort MK3. <sighs> Car- <laughs> Car fanatics might assume that everyone's version of a great car is going to revolve around a slick styling or a massive, powerful engine. Yeah. But American car, American car making has always been its Model T, the inexpensive family car focused on utility and cost for middle and working class buyers. Ford Escort is clearly an automobile that vein, in that vein. Yeah, and you know what? All the Escorts they made are still on the road. <laughs> Yep. Those cars are die hard, man. <laughs> like you can do better. anything to an escort and it'll still thank you and keep running. <laughs> Did you blow up my engine? Thank you. <laughs> Turn the key, please. <laughs> 1986, the Chevrolet Celebrity. I had a Chevy Celebrity! Did you? I did. I crashed into a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't die, so they're good cars. <laughs> That's an endorsement for you. Yeah. You can crash this into a pole and not die. 
Especially nowadays, nobody's really looking at the road anyway. Right. The Celebrity was a slightly larger version of the, of the Cavalier and quickly eclipsed its cousin car. I missed that car. Over 400,000 were sold in 86, making the Celebrity the top seller of the year. I had a nice maroon interior. The interior on that car was mint. <laughs> Shit. This one will sound familiar to you. <clears throat> this one will sound familiar also to you. Okay. 87, Ford Mustang. Nice. I had like three Mustangs. I remember you having one is red. I had a, a maroon red, right? I had a tan one, a white one, and a red one. <laughs> I was thinking back, this was 99. Yeah. 1999. Yeah, so I had the red one. I thought it was very funny when you and our, uh, our Fred Tyrone used to come by for wrestling shows. Yeah. Because you had the red one. Yes. He had the exact same car at the time, but blue. <laughs> so it was funny to come out, walk you guys outside and see the same cars like right next to each other. It looks like a fucking car show. <laughs> but they were like not that great cars, so it's like a, a low-income car show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I'd look at it and think to myself, only if there's a white one would have red, white, and blue. I had a white one prior to that red one. <laughs> Not in, front like, of my, not in front of my parents' house at the time. No, no, no. I had gotten it, and um, the passenger door didn't open. So any passenger had to Dukes of Hazzard in my car. <laughs> well, I bet that was one. Because it had been in an accident. What the fuck? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, that was horrible <laughs> to have to drive around. What a horrible, like... You weren't uh, happy with that car, neither was Tyrone. Well, there was a lot of things with the red Mustang. There was a lot of things that needed to be fixed that I just, I didn't, I didn't have, I don't have a lot of, I have some car knowledge, but not enough to like fix things, major things. And at the time we didn't have the jobs that we have now to help, yeah. pay, to help pay for our cars. Right. It was just like, <clears throat> well, this car's dead. <laughs> like right now I'm working for the city. So right. I'm getting decent money. And I've been with the city for almost 16 years now. Yeah. But back in 99, I was working in retail stores. Oh, yeah. We had shit jobs back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Getting like $11 an hour. Excuse me. Yeah. Not nowadays. You'd probably get like 15 mm -hmm. Isn't that minimum wage now? Yep. We had to slave away. My first job was Bradley's. I got 4 bucks an hour for that job. Yeah. It's like an you album. can't live on 4 bucks an hour. Right. Ask Al Bundy. He <laughs> <laughs> was getting like $2 and something cents an hour working in a shoe store. But yeah, he can afford a house in the car. Yeah, well, mm. magic of television. <laughs> um, that's right. Over 20 years of it, uh, first bust into the scene, the Mustang was still capturing American imagination. Mm. And while the 87 version had some decidedly 1980s touches, <laughs> that sounds actual. <laughs> Crotch, <was>, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> I insist. No, no, I insist. I'll wait for you. <laughs> I'll come back around again, too. It was also still a Mustang at heart with his 225 horsepower V8 engine. 1988 is the Ford Escort. Mm -hmm. Yes, you were allowed to drive this car on your own. In fact, a lot of people did. <laughs> the Ford Escort was a top-selling ride at 88 with nearly 400,000 units sold. And they're still on the road. Yep. 1989... Get ready for this. Yeah. 
The Ford Escort MK3. Jesus. <laughs> Escort killing it. <clears throat> With that model. Yeah. The Escort was, in many ways, the next generation of Ford Cortina. The Escort filled a... Yeah, filled. A similar nick for car buyers... Uh, I'm doing this again. I'm on the last one in the 80s. And I'm getting come on, here. Sean. Primarily interested in going from point A to point B. Opportunistic. <laughs> and eventually eclipsed in Cortina in sales. There you go. Are you going to do 90s? I'm going to do 90s. And I'm stopping there. All right. I have to shut up because we're running long. <laughs> uh, we also got that long break, too. <clears throat> 1990, the Ford Fiesta. Ford Fiesta Ooh, marked it's the. It's like a party. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're ready, ready to, to party. The Ford Fiesta marked the dawn of the 1990s, offering an affordable hatchback to the masses. The Fiesta might not have been a wild ride, but it was a top seller. And if you got a wild ride in the back seat, then cool for you. <laughs> 1991 was the Dodge Viper SR1. If you were looking for a wild ride, the Dodge Viper was more than likely to oblige you. Its engine was a V10, not a Typo. So fans of performance sports cars were likely happy to have this car available as an option. 1992, the Ford Taurus SHO. <clears throat> While it's not a Dodge Viper, there's a surprising 220 horsepower under the hood for the 92 Ford Taurus show coming from its Yamaha V6 engine. <laughs> Yamaha! <laughs> Yamaha! <laughs> 1993 was the Chrysler SH Sedan, LH Sedans, sorry. Chrysler has gone about 10 years since its last new release when it launched the LH line of sedans. They were popular for the extra room inside created by the cab four design. So you have more room to have sex in. <laughs> Guarantee you didn't say that on the paper. <laughs> that was the fine print. Yeah. When you signed the contract. 1994 was a Ford Escort. The Escort landed a design so fundamentally... Sound that Ford kept the same name rolling along over multiple decades. East. 1995, Ford Taurus. Oh, yeah, the Taurus. <clears throat> From 95 to 2000, the Taurus spent five years as its top selling car in America, racking up nearly 2 million units sold during that period. So if it spent the last five, if it spent five years as a top selling car in America, how come it's not here on the other ones? Well, you know. Yeah. 1996, the Dodge Viper GTS. Uh-oh. It boosted the car's performance up to a monstrous 450 horsepower. Yeah. Uh. Helping maintain the model's reputation as a favorite amongst those buying basically purely on power and speed. 97, the Ford Fiesta. Again. Again. Mm-hmm. Ford boasted... Boasted the best-selling car on both sides of the Atlantic in the 1990s. The Taurus topped the list on the U.S. soil, while a Fiesta was partying as a best-selling car in England. 1998 was a Lincoln Town Car. Lincoln was Ford's luxury brand, and it provided to be uh, very popular amongst people running the car service. Mm. Not, oh, only, yeah. not only did the town car offer a comfortable ride, but many professional services also found... They could clock as much as 300,000 miles on the car thanks to its outstanding durability. Yeah, they were expensive as hell, too. Oh, yeah. It's a Lincoln. They were fancy. Yes, they were. <laughs> and to end the 90s, 1999, the Ford Focus. 
you really want to drill down into one Ford model, you might choose the Focus. It replaced the Escort and served a familiar role in giving many consumers a reliable, inexpensive ride. Sweet deal. Like your girl. Ah, gross. Or your man. Gross. Depending on who you are. Okay. Um, ride them anyway. We, <laughs> we went a little bit long, but thank you so much. Um, for for hanging in there, and thank you for the the uh, again. Yeah, I mean, I hate to like, you know, say it over and over. But oh, we gotta thank you for this. Oh, this is a big thing. It's a big thing. Um, so thank you again. Uh, that's all we gotta say. We'll see you next week. I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> uh, I don't miss the scarecrow. Screw him. <laughs> Sean's got something to tell you. I'm Sean. <laughs> Have a good everything. Happy Friday the 13th. Go have sex, and I will see you afterwards. <laughs> Are you sure you want to see him afterwards? <laughs> Not him. <laughs> we'll kill him. Keep on.